My name is Andy, and this is the most magical podcast on earth. When I'm not on holiday at Walt Disney World, I'm planning a holiday to Disney. And when I'm not planning a holiday to Disney, I'm talking about Disney with other UK fans like me who make the trip to Orlando and the House of the Mouse. So if the thought of seeing Stitch is giving you the itch, well, this is the podcast for you. Or maybe you're the Disney novice, the fan thinking about, or currently planning your first ever trip to Walt Disney World, and you still don't know the difference between the Tower of Terror and Blackpool Tower, well, then this really is the podcast for you. Each episode, I'll chat to other Disney superfans from around the UK to share their stories of their magical times. And this week, from Blackpool, is Phil, who tells us about the attraction that left him a little bit confused. It's meant to be very scary and stuff like that. And then we came off and went, what was everyone screaming about? Also going to be answering your Walt Disney World questions and getting you all the latest news from the parks. And make sure you keep in touch as well. We're on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Just give us a follow at PodMagical. This is the most magical podcast on Earth, the part of the Secret Recordings Network. Thank you to Lauren, who sent me a question for this episode of the podcast. When it comes to planning, Andy, um, do you take backpacks into the parks? And if so, what do you do with them when you're on the rides? Personally, me, I like to go with a couple of things in my pockets. I like my phone in my pocket. And that's it. <laughs> if you're staying on, on site, you don't really need anything else. Got my magic band. I can charge everything. Uh, I don't need a camera. I've got my phone. And yeah, that's all I need. Obviously, if you're a large family and you've got kids and you need your buggy or your stroller, then you've got that. And obviously, you can put things on that as well. Uh, in terms of backpacks, yeah, you can take backpacks on pretty much all of the rides, actually, over at Walt Disney World. I'm trying to think of a ride where you can't. Even like Flight of Passage, they've got the little locker at the back of you that you just put it on. Um, and obviously, they, a lot of people like to wear the lounge fly backpacks anyway. Um, so yeah, it, when it comes to Walt Disney World, you can take the backpacks on the ride with you as long as they're like not massive, like, like the big camping ones with the tent in the back of it. That's just a little bit too ridiculous. Universal's a different matter. I know Universal, you've got to usually put it put everything in a locker before you go on a lot of the rides even like your mobile phone and your sunglasses you've got to put in a locker but yeah don't worry if you need to take stuff into the parks with you whether it's wet wipes or water bottles but hopefully not face masks because by the time we go back from the uk we should hopefully not need them but yeah don't worry you can take them in the parks and even security now is getting a lot quicker so it shouldn't hold you back too much don't forget any questions facebook twitter instagram pod magical want to be a podcast guest same place to go that's what phil did What is it that you love most about Disney World, Phil? Um, I think it's probably the same as many other people, but the theming. Um, the change of different areas is it's something that you just don't get in this uh, in this country. Um, I absolutely love like theme parks like Alton Towers and Pleasure Beach, but it's just nothing like Disney, to be fair. Yeah, and it's also seeing how adults can change so quickly. It's just regressing to the children instantly as soon yeah. as you get into Disney. The first time you went was late 90s then, was it? Yeah, it was, yeah. 1998. So what do you remember about that first trip? Um, I just remember it being really, really hot. Uh, <laughs> just never, August? Um, I think it was late July, August. I think it overlapped that way. Um, yeah. I just remember as soon as you woke up, my dad was just there with like a bottle of water going, drink. Get this down you now, yeah. As <laughs> soon as you get to a queue, drink. And it's like, oh, God. Yeah, so, um, yeah, very hot. That's what I remember of it. And what parks were open then, late 90s? Would it be, so, obviously, Magic Kingdom and Epcot, Hollywood Studios would have been open then? Yeah, so that was um, MGM, wasn't it, at the time? MGM Studios, yeah. of course, yeah. I think I still refer to it sometimes. It's MGM when I talk to my family about it. Um, Good, old school, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, then, yeah, so 2001, when I went for the second time, Animal Kingdom, I think, had just opened. I think that was the second time that we went. Yeah, right. So okay. that, that was um, that was pretty pretty intense, to be fair, because everyone was wanting to get to Animal Kingdom, and it was quite fresh and quite nice. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. That was definitely my mum's favourite Animal Kingdom. Uh, so I think we spent a lot of time at Animal Kingdom. What's your favourite park? Um, I was thinking about this. It was, I think I would probably have to go, I think, classic Magic Kingdom. But I do mm. remember going and really being blown away by Epcot. Just constantly changing of, um, countries around the World Showcase. But also... You know, with all the science and everything about it, I'm not really that much into science, but it did it did grab me. <laughs> Disney science, exactly, exactly. Phil neither science guy, kind of science. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sort of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> How old were you when you first went then? Uh, so I've been six when I first went. Oh, okay. Then yeah. so you were little, little, little. Yeah, little, little. Yeah, but I, I still think it was quite a good age because I do remember a few things from it. But I think going the second time in 2001. That was probably a bit more of a better age to go. Because you were just that little bit older. Yeah, just a little bit, yeah. Of the attractions that were there then that they've since got rid of, what were you gutted about? Um, well, I've got I've got two in mind, really. Uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Audience. I just I, I just loved that ride, uh, well, attraction. I'd just never seen anything like it. And it was just it was just goofiness fun. It was just brilliant. But then the other one was the Alien ride. So when we went on the Alien ride, me, my mum and my sister went on it. And obviously it's all these big effects and it's all very meant to be very scary and stuff like that. And then we came off and went, what was everyone screaming about? <laughs> <laughs> we were like, well, we got told that apparently something was meant to hit us in the back or something we went to feel something. We were just like, I didn't feel anything. It wasn't working. It was, for us it was. And everyone, all these all these other people were screwing their heads off. Um, so yeah, I would like, I'd would have liked to have gone back to experience that again. You were just sitting in a dark room for about five minutes <laughs> yeah. and nothing happened. Absolutely, ba- absolutely baffled. <laughs> Talking about sitting in dark rooms over at MGM Studios, do you remember that attraction? It Was it like the sound stage where you sat in a dark room with headphones on and they played like sound effects and it sounded like there was a train coming out? Oh, I don't, do you remember, no, that I don't remember that one. But yeah, that sounds, that sounds pretty good. I like that. Yeah, it was like the Drew carry sound thing i remember that from like oh, the first right, time i okay. went to mgm studios no, my family might remember that one but i'm not i'm not too sure about that one so favorite memory from your times i think it would be when my dad got picked to go up for um the beauty and the beast show so they wanted they said they wanted someone really hairy to play the beast and then my dad's got a mustache so they saw him <laughs> and they were like you and picked him and he just had to go up and my dad's he's a little bit awkward right and he got picked to go up and then I've never seen a man turn so northern in his life. <laughs> she said, um, Belle said to him, oh, you, you know, we're going to have to dance now. And he was like, you've picked the wrong one here, love. And I was like, oh, <laughs> goodness me. <laughs> I would have thought your dad would have been like used to turning on the entertainment beam from like the Vegas of the North. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I thought he, thought he would have been. To be fair, he did a good job. I'll, I'll give him that. He did a good job. Another <laughs> baffling moment where we thought, but there was a guy literally sat in front of us and he had like really hairy arms, like Robin Williams sort of style. And they didn't pick him, they just picked my dad, and it was, yeah, but it's still good. Definitely an easy target. <laughs> um, did you go venture outside the Disney bubble as well? Did you go over to Universal, SeaWorld? Yeah, we did, we'd, um, we'd go in twice. We did both of them, yeah, Universal, Islands Adventure, uh, SeaWorld, Bush Gardens. Uh, and then we did the, the swimming parks as well, Blizzard Beach, Typhoon Lagoon, yeah. uh, River Country as well. That was that was a class that River Country. Oh, so River Country was still open when you yeah, went? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, I've got quite a few pictures actually of when we went to River Country. It was really good. Didn't they eventually close that because basically it was just full of pollution? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something yeah, I like think it was something like that. I am. Um, I'm also, a bit, as I say, a bit of a theme park nerd, and uh, I yeah. like also abandoned theme parks as well. So there's loads of pictures online of like River Country just fully abandoned and left now, and it was yeah. 
pretty interesting to be fair yeah because they were supposed to be building a new resort yeah. a new dvc resort because it is by um well like where wilderness lodges isn't yes, it? Isn't yeah it just like further around the lake mm. to that yeah it's up that way yeah and um yeah i remember there being like a rope swing that you just have to like throw yourself across this massive pool and if you drop you just landed straight in the pool if not you managed to get to the end which was pretty good so health and safety was a bit of a nightmare <laughs> yeah. and it was possibly polluted i can't understand why they closed it down yeah baffling <laughs> that isn't it because <laughs> i like watching tim tracker's videos and he has mentioned like a few times like when he was a kid they were some of his best memories of disney world is when they used to go to to that water park yeah 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 i'd, I'd say that was Although at Blizzard Beach, that was with Summit Plummet, where you just like, it felt like you were dropping like 90 degrees. It was, um, yeah. but yeah, river country. If I say go anywhere, go to the, the water parks as well. And more recently, you've been to Disneyland Paris. I have, yes. For work. For work, you were Yeah, saying. for work. Well, we'll find out about this work trip after the news now. And the latest news from America is, well, first of all, we still can't go to America. My flights for September have just been cancelled. The CDC has advised Americans not to travel to the UK and uh, the US... UK travel corridor. Uh, well, we don't know when that's going to open. There was supposed to be a task force that was supposed to tell us what was happening uh, before the end of this month. Also, Joe Biden last week uh, told Angela Merkel that he will announce details of when Europeans could fly to America. But uh, we're still waiting to hear news on that, unless that news is broken by the time you hear this podcast. But for the moment, we still can't get into America. Their cases are rising. Our cases are not great. So who knows how long it's going to be. Uh, when we can get there, we'll be greeted with the magic as soon as we get off the plane, there's going to be a brand new art installation for the 50th anniversary at Orlando Airport. Literally, as soon as we get on the train, when you get on the air train, it's going to feature favourite Disney characters and there'll be a glistening glow of iridescent light patterns and there's an immersive photo opportunity as well as soon as we get off the plane. And also, when we get to the parks, we'll be able to see the president, Joe Biden. His brand new animatronic has been unveiled this week in the Hall of Presidents, complete with aviator shades. And also, more entertainment is going to be returning to the parks, including the Laugh Floor at Magic Kingdom. Beauty and the Beast is going to be back at Hollywood. Hollywood Studios in the middle of August. Turtle Talk is going to be back as well. And the fireworks, it's been announced that Happily Ever After will end on the 29th of September to make way for the new fireworks for 50th anniversary, which is going to be the 1st of October. It sounds like from the wording of the press release that Happily Ever After won't be coming back. We'll just have to wait and see. Don't forget, you can keep up to date with all the news from the parks and beyond. Follow us on the socials, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. We are at Podmagical. So Phil's our podcast guest this episode who went to Disneyland Paris for work. So tell us more. Um, so I got asked to go on uh, the trip. Um, so I think it was, a, it was a choir trip. Uh, I'm not a music teacher or anything like that. I just got asked, you can go. Oh, you are a teacher, like, though. Yes, yeah. yeah, I'm a support right, teacher. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. If someone's asking me to go to Disney, I'm not telling you. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we, they did their little performance in the morning, and then we managed to jump between both of the parks. So we did, I think, did about an hour and a half in uh, Studio One. Called it Studio Disney One. Disney Studios, yeah. And then, yeah, Disney Studios. And then we moved back over to the Magic mm -hmm. Kingdom. So then I... When full teacher mode of like, right, who needs a fast pass? Who needs to do this? I've seen this on blogs. I've listened to podcasts. <laughs> this is what you need to do. So I was taking all their tickets and getting loads of uh, fast passes for them so they didn't miss anything. Yeah, because they're the old school paper fast passes, aren't they? So you what, you were getting yeah, like 30 uh, fast passes. <laughs> yeah, I just had loads in my hand and they were like, sir, I want the ticket that I had when I, uh, when I got given. I was like, well, no, you're just taking whatever I'm giving back to you. You just <laughs> you get, yeah, following <laughs> me. Were you like the biggest kid on the trip then? 
And yeah, so the other two teachers that I went to, they were like, oh, I'm not really too bothered about the rides. I was like, I'm queuing for anything, by the way. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going. <laughs> Put me in charge. You can go back to the hotel. I'm in charge. The kids are with me. They'll have a great time. <laughs> exactly. Don't worry about numbers. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Which parks do you prefer then? Do you prefer uh, Paris or America? I just think they're on completely different scales, mm. to be honest. Um, I think Florida is just... Well, when we first went, we were like, this is, you know, once in a lifetime trip. And then we're there three years yeah, later because yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just Going so back. amazing. Um, I do like Disney uh, at Paris just because of the, I, th- I think the smallness of it is quite good. Mm. Just getting used to sort of that Disney sort of vibe but at the moment there's a lot of work going on at Disney Disneyland Paris yeah and I think give it a few years and then that park will be ready to go yeah in studios full scale again. Uh, it definitely yeah, needs definitely it. Studios, it yeah. definitely needs it as well yeah let's talk about some of your favorite Disney attractions then and this can be either UK or Paris or it might be an attraction that they've got in both so favorite attraction what would it be uh favorite attraction well it's in both both of them uh, it's a uh, Tower of Terror I absolutely love the Tower of Terror. I think, again, that theming around it and that building of the suspense um, just really grabs you. The first time that I went on it, so I was at six, but I was quite tall for, for a six, six-year-old. Um, and I remember just walking up to it and looking at the height of this hotel and being like, I do not want to go on this. Why am I being made to go on this? I cried at theme parks before this. I'd cried at Park Asterix in Paris. I'd cried on the... Uh, Big Thunder Mountain in Paris, uh, Corkscrew at Alton Towers, and I was getting told to go on this. And then, so I walk up to the height thing to check whether I'm tall enough or not. And they're like, yeah, you're fine to go. And I was like, I don't want that to happen. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say no. <laughs> yeah. And then I just went, maybe if I take my cap off, maybe that's, you know, like cutting too much up. Take my shoes off. And they're like, they like, nope, you're good to go. And then, uh, yeah, I went on it. Absolutely loved it. Couldn't get enough of it. But then we tried to buy the pitch. Well, we did buy the picture. And I'm not actually on the picture, which made it even creepier. How come you're not on the picture? Because I was, I think I'm just tall enough, but I was quite skinny as well. So I'd, as you'd like gone up and then back down, I'd like slip below the bar and then bounce back up again. Oh, right. And I just wasn't on the picture. So and I was looking for ages like, where is he? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah, That's the Twilight cool. Zone for you disappeared yeah, on, yeah. on the right well if you could send us that picture we'd like to see that even though you're not actually on it <laughs> yeah i'll try and find that one <laughs> somebody was saying that when it first opened and i don't remember i went in 2000 was the first time i went and they said the tower of terror when it first opened didn't have the lap belts on it i can't oh. imagine that would happen maybe that's what sent me underneath the bar <laughs> yeah maybe you flew out the top but i can't imagine not having <laughs> lap belts on that um, what about places to eat well two really standing out um Tusker House uh, for character dining. So again, Animal Kingdom just, yeah, dominating. I remember mum being really excited to go there and, yeah. like, you know, with all the safari gear and stuff like that, it was, that was really cool. And they just came around the table and, yeah, it was really nice. Other one was, again, Rainforest Cafe. Again, theming, just how cool it was there. Yeah, down at Disney Springs. And where did you stay last time you went? On site, both times, at um, All Star Sports and All Star Movies. I, I get confused and I can't remember which one was which, but I remember staying at Mighty Ducks. Right, so that would be sports then, I guess. Sports, I can't remember that. Sports or films, will it be in both? Yeah, well, that's uh, a film about ice hockey, isn't it? So I guess that will go sports. But it could yeah. be a film. Oh, how yeah. confusing. It could be fun. <laughs> I, I was really racking my brain about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about your ideal Disney day. You, you're getting 24 hours at Walt Disney World. You can eat where you want. You can go on any attraction. You can go into any parks. You can park hop. How are you spending your ideal day? Yeah, I think that park hopping thing for me, I just can't stick to one park. I, I, I feel like I'd be like, right, I can't miss out on this. You can't miss out around. on that. Okay. Um, yeah, I think I'd, I'd aim for the biggest sort of thrilling rides, you know, like Splash, uh, Splash Mountain, Space Mountain, uh, Test Track. 
and I haven't done all the new ones that are there, like Thrilling, so I'd get on them if I could. It's something not so hot, <laughs> if yeah. possible, so I won't go July, August. Basically just eating anything that's Mickey-shaped. If it's Mickey-shaped, <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> and, of course, no calories if it's Mickey-shaped. Exactly, it doesn't count, and all that walking between, so yeah. It's all yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, have you got any uh, plans on going back? Probably not for a while. I imagine uh, we'd probably go back when we have kids, because my fiance she's never been to Disney World. Right. Um, so I might try and lure it in a little bit with the whole Disneyland Paris, you know, look how amazing it is here, yeah. and then save up for the big trip over to Florida. Yeah, get her addicted. And yeah. And she'll <laughs> want to do the big trip when you've got kids. That's yeah, like she, a good she, plan. she's a teacher as well, so we have to go around turn times as well. So it's, it's a big oh, trip. Oh, so that would be quite expensive for you then, wouldn't it? <laughs> yes, it would be, yeah. I've, looked, I've kept an eye on things over the past few years and stuff like that. I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> but the good thing is if you're both teachers, it's not like you can blame one of them. You could have got, well, it, we could have gone in February if it wasn't for you. That's like, uh, <laughs> I suppose yeah, actually... True. February will be quite a good time. Is it a week or two you get in half term? Yeah, it's only a week at February. So uh, it'd be East, Easter Easter might be a good idea. Easter's busy though, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, it's, yeah. When's a two-week half term? We don't, at our school, we don't get the two-week half term. Oh, term-term. right. Okay. Yeah, it's just the one week. Can you have a sickie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah just stay off instagram for that day yeah i suppose you could yeah i'd say you could do like a quick week in february weather would be good get loads of stuff done just do disney there we go i'll let her know that one there we go there you go he's planning it for you i'm absolutely (laughs) planning it for you meanwhile you say you're a theme park geek with the world as it is at the moment and by as it is mean we can't see the rest of it yeah. In the UK, if you wanted to like, if I, got, oh, I really miss like Disney or theme parks or I miss Universal, where would you go? Yeah, I think, well, I feel like I'm cheating on Blackpool here, but yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to Pleasure Beach for the whole theming sort of thing as much as I love Pleasure Beach. Um, mm-hmm. I would go to Alton Towers for the yeah. whole theming. It's just so immersive at Alton Towers. We actually went not long ago, so that's probably the best you're going to get, I think, in this country compared to Disney. But I mean, it's not, that, not even that close <laughs> towards no. Disney, unfortunately. But at least if you go in the summer holidays, it's not going to be hot and humid. You'll be able to breathe. Yeah, yeah, true. There'll, there'll be Definitely. some sort of rain going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there'll probably be rain. Yeah. Pack your cagoule and your sandwiches and you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, lovely chatting to you, Phil. Yeah, no, it's great. Great to chat to you. And have a magical day. Yeah, you too, mate. And if, like Phil, you would like to be a guest on the podcast, just send me a message. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Podmagical. We'll sort out a time and we'll get you on. The top tip for this episode is all about the lounges. So, you know, you've seen the lounges, so each restaurant has got a lounge. Well, they don't just serve alcohol. It's not just like a bar where you can go for a drink. They serve a lot of the things that you can actually get in the restaurant next door. So, like food and things like that, and also drinks. So, for example, the 50s primetime milkshakes that they serve in 50s primetime you can get them next door in the tune-in lounge. You don't even need a reservation. So maybe that's something worth considering. If you fancy milkshaking, you're not on the dining plan, you don't want to spend a lot of money, just pop into one of the lounges. Don't forget, we have brand new podcasts coming out every other Friday. Don't miss them. Make sure you subscribe however you listen to your podcast, whether it's Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Just hit that subscribe button. A brand new podcast coming in two weeks from now. And until then, please stand clear of the doors. <laughs>